0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dads on the Rocks podcast, episode 14 of the show. Thank you all so much for joining. Uh, today's guest is a guy that I knew throughout high school and college. Uh, we ran with different crowds, but uh, our group of friends were always uh, uh, getting along, and we kind of co-mingled here and there. Uh, we're now both professionals and dads, something that neither of us probably thought likely. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, one of the founding members of NDS, the Nicaraguan Death Squad, Mr. Cesar Altamirano <laughs> Caesars, <laughs> Say hi to everybody.
1: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Glad to be here
0: uh caesar uh you've listened to the show you already know we begin every show with a toast so tonight what are you drinking
1: i actually have an old bottle of bullet bourbon rye i have had it for a couple years now actually i don't really drink that often so oh okay nice it's a special occasion so (laughs) awesome cheers Freddie.
0: cheers to you um i do um i drink my uh, drinker choice is the uh, the regular bullet bourbon, uh, which I'm having a little bit of as I was walking the kids around the neighborhood looking at Christmas lights. But since I always do, uh, sorry, the Halloween lights are still in the Halloween season. Um, but since I always do that, I figured I'd go with something a little bit different. I'm doing uh, Blue Points Imperial Sunshine, which nice. is very, very good. It's 9.6%. So after having one of them, you probably feel good. After two, you should stop drinking them. Um, but they're really good. It tastes like Tang. And like orange tic tac, so it's really good. Oh, nice, Caesar. Why don't you tell our guests a little bit about yourself? Anything that you're willing to share, and let them know who who Caesar is.
1: Uh, so my name is Caesar. I have two kids: a 12 year old stepson and a two year old daughter. I'm a vet tech. I've been a vet tech for like 10 years, and I'm actually in nursing school. I'm in my third semester. I'm about to finish in May.
0: That's awesome. Do you have an idea of what you want to do after you finish? Like, like if you want to stay local to like if, 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 anybody that doesn't know that uh, Caesar lives on the West coast of Florida, um, are you going to stay in that general area or, um, try and go for a hospital or something like that?
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to stay here. Uh, right now I commute to Naples for work, so I'm trying to find a job closer to home because that drive is pretty brutal. It's about 45 minutes to an hour every day, twice oh, back sure. and forth. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I listen to podcasts all day, so that's oh, a plus. Good. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We're going to get right into the show, but first, if anybody is interested in a shirt, I still do have them. They're 15 bucks a piece, so if you want one, uh, just shoot me a message with your size and that you want one, and we'll get it squared away. Uh, We also have the Dads on the Rocks uh, koozies, but you cannot buy them. You have to be a guest on the show. So, Caesar, I'm going to get your address if I don't already have it somewhere and send you yours. Um, Everybody else uh, who's been on the show before has already gotten theirs, and they've all loved them. So if you want one, you got to be on the show. Uh, don't necessarily have to be a dad. I'd like to branch out a little bit. I'd like to have uh, moms on the show as well. Uh, Caesar, for every episode, you already know uh, we've talked about it before. We do do a uh, pretty standard thing here. First, we talk about something related to parenting. Something about parenting that you'd like to talk about. Anything that you'd like to vent or ask questions about. Get off your chest or just discuss. So have at it.
1: So um, something that I that I found super interesting was um, I listened to this interview with Neil deGrasse Tyson. And this is before I had kids. So he was talking about how one day he was people watching in the park and he saw this little girl walking with her mom and it had just rained and there was this big puddle on the floor and he watched to see what the mom and the daughter interaction would be. And he saw that the mother did not let her daughter like go splashing in there, you know, have a time of her life. And he was so disappointed. And that really resonated with me because I feel like at least uh, me, when I was growing up, when my brother had his first kid, my sister-in-law, I love her to death, but she was like a helicopter mom. She, you know, we had to wash our hands before we were able to touch my nephew, um, you know, constantly with the wipes and all that stuff. And I was like, man, that's, you know, when I have kids, I'm, I'm not going to be like that. So when I heard that interview, I was like, that's crazy. You know, that, that was uh a memory or you know uh, an experience that he that that mom took away from her her son uh, or daughter or you know whatever would what have you so as a parent now like I you know I let Sierra and Kaden pretty much figure it out on their own you know like sometimes Sierra will you know fall down and hurt herself you know I'm not going to let her stick her finger in a light socket or something like that you know but right um, just kind of figure it out. In fact, the other day she was running down the street. She skimmed both, both her legs and she got up and she, I thought she was going to cry and she just kind of shook it off and just started running again. I was like, hell yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so
0: It's funny, like I um I hate to see like my son who's who's now 10 months. Um, he falls down and gets hurt, but he's got to go through those experiences to learn, OK, I shouldn't do that. And I kind of uh, associate that to, to what you were saying you got to let them kind of figure it out a little bit and learn from their mistakes. Um, my daughter is now three and a half, almost four, and she's at the point where she's doing the same thing over and over. She's not learning from her mistakes, but there, I think that there's a a point where you need to intervene and guide them a little bit say, okay, what did you learn? Okay. I won't do that again. Maybe like be that guiding force to, to remind them of why they shouldn't be doing that again. which, And I really like the that that anecdote from Neil deGrasse Tyson because I've had my daughter in the garage. with uh, Stephanie, Stephanie and I have been in the garage before and it was raining and my daughter was like sticking her hand to get wet and she just wanted to go out. And I said, and traditionally, I'll admit, I'm kind of that helicopter dad where I'm very overprotective and I don't want her to get wet because I don't want her to get a cold. Right. And on that day, I said, you know what? go ahead go play it wasn't lightning or anything just go play go run in, in the rain and come back stephanie was pregnant at the time so andrew wasn't around but um the clothes that she was wearing on that on that day it was like a brand new outfit <laughs> but she's still to this day this was over a year ago she still will see that outfit and say i want to wear this because i want to go play in the rain yeah, so she's awesome. associating that associating that and now that you say that, it it kind of makes me wish that I allowed her to do that a little bit more often. Go and play. Go go learn from your mistakes. Go and just be a kid. Because yeah. I feel like that's how we were more so as when we were younger.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I remember playing in the middle of, uh, you know, hurricanes. Not, not a crazy storm, like a three or a four, but like ones or twos, we'd be out there, you know, in the middle of the eye and just watching the clouds move around. And <laughs> just, you know, memories that I... I'll never forget for sure.
0: I mean, that sounds like a lot of fun, but I, I also remember the the story of when I think I was in sixth grade or seventh grade. You and I know you're a year older than me in, in school, but there was a a kid that was doing the same thing and he picked up uh, a live oh, yeah. uh, wire. I remember you remember that. that? That and I remember the hurricane with yeah. Hurricane Irene. Um, I didn't know I know that. the boy unfortunately, but um, that always like scared me. So I always know standing water, stay the hell away. Cause you never know what's underneath. That's probably yeah, why I'm afraid true. of the ocean right now,
1: <laughs> man. I haven't thought of that forever. That's back in pioneer. Now mm-hmm. you mentioned, I remember that vividly. That was pretty crazy.
0: So there's, there is kind of a limit to where you let them be free, but also make sure that they're safe at the same time.
1: Oh, absolutely. hundred percent. Like I said, you know, I I do it to a certain extent. I'm not going to let her, you know, get into serious danger. I'm always right there in arm's length.
0: Yeah, of Um, course.
1: But, uh, but yeah, I think, and I'm not taking away from anybody who's a helicopter parent. (laughs) There's no right way to do this thing. It's constantly evolving. You're, you know, adapting Um, anybody who says they're an expert is a liar.
0: (laughs) I, I was thinking about this the other day, how I'm constantly learning things. That I've never done before. And then something that I personally did where I reached out to my dad for advice. And I said, do you never stop being a parent? It's this is no. something new for my dad, like at giving me advice on something or other. And I said, this is brand new for him. And, and he's been doing this for 40 years. So this is still something very new to him. So I, I, and I kind of apply that to myself, like, yeah, I'm changing, you know, dirty diapers, trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do when I get poop on my hands and things like that. (laughs) And it's just going to evolve. Like when she's, when my, when my kids are eight and 11, it's, it's going to be new things, taking them, figuring out how to take them to baseball practice or whatever. And then when they're going to prom, it's going to be how to, how to parent that. So it's never going to stop. It's, or it's never going to get easier. It's just going to evolve. And then hopefully you get better with it as they progress.
1: I mean, I hope so. Good Lord. Cause at the <laughs> beginning I was like a deer in headlights and you know, I, I met my girlfriend when her son was already two, mm-hmm. he was almost three. So when Sierra was born, I was like, Oh my God, here's this little lump of flesh. That's completely dependent on you for everything. Yeah, And I was like, thank god she had experienced my girlfriend experience because i was like i don't know what to do (laughs) this is terrifying
0: i feel like that's every new parent's uh fear it's just now what now what do i do how do i take care of this tiny little suicide machine that (laughs) (laughs) that is that's your job now it's it is terrifying but it's also uh it's very empowering, I, th- I thought as well. It's because you learn as you go and, and you feel like you're not doing anything right because you've never done it before. You have no yeah, experience exactly. in this field. Unfortunately, my daughter is like the test subject for all the stuff that I shouldn't be doing and now i learned all that all that stuff to apply to my son and he's going to be probably a great person because my daughter's going to be bumps and bruises and screwed yeah. up. <laughs> she's like the first playthrough yeah. <laughs> you know how when you play a video game and you die a whole bunch of times on the first yeah. playthrough that's that's Allie. <laughs> sorry babe <laughs>
1: hilarious yeah but i mean it's it's an experiment the whole thing is an experiment and then you learn as you go and hopefully you get better at it some people i don't know yeah not everybody
0: does (laughs) not not everybody learns from their own mistakes as as a parent just like with the kids so uh something else that you mentioned um that when we were talking before is is being present um can you say a little bit about that
1: yeah and what i mean by that is just being there sometimes you know we get so absorbed in our own things like work being on your phone which it's like the ultimate distraction these days. Um, just put it away and just be there. Um, you know, with my stepson, for example, we'll just be watching TV. And I find myself sometimes just glued to my phone and I don't even realize. it. Yeah. I got to remind myself to put that down, just, you know, talk to him about his day or just be there and hang out with him i think that's super important
0: i absolutely agree um Steph and i only get one day a week because how our schedules work is either she's watching the kids or i am and then grandma gets them one day a week when we're both working but we also do get one day a week and when we're both there i try to do uh as much as i can for the house things that i can't do when i'm i'm not uh when i'm there by myself but also being there with the kids i'm, I'm very into the being present like i i'm also a, uh, a slave to my phone and everything but I try to bring it back a little bit and play with the kids and be there and be on the floor with them. And I'll see stuff like she's on her, her phone too. And I can't really blame her. I, I do because she's on her phone and I'm not, and I subconsciously blame her, but I, I really can't because we're all like that. But I, I I try to like be in the moment and I see what she's doing on her phone. She's taking a few minutes to relax because she's been busy as well, but she's taking a couple minutes, but then like my daughter will do something or try and talk to her. My son will like stand up or do something new. And I say to myself, like, I would hate to miss these things if I was just looking at this stupid square in my hands. Yeah. And and I would, I would feel miserable that I I missed something so important or had that opportunity to connect. And there's times when I I do, I just want to sit and relax because I've been busy doing laundry and dishes and things like that. And my daughter says, daddy, I want you to play with me. And I say, baby, I just want to sit on the couch for a few minutes. And I, and I feel so bad after I do like, yes, I do want to relax. But how about I, I change it? How about I come in your room and I play Barbies where I also can sit down, but I can also be with her, too.
1: Yeah, so for sure.
0: I agree that being present and, and being able to put that away for a, a few minutes and be there with them. It's you're going to remember that instead of whatever scrolling you were doing a minute ago.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's it, but it is hard, you know. Sometimes I find myself doing it, and I don't even know I'm doing it. It's um, it's a crazy distraction. It's it's an addiction, to be honest. Like, I wouldn't even be doing something on my phone. I'll just be scrolling through whatever, and then I'm like, oh, crap, what am I doing? I got to put it away, turn it off. You know, throw it on the floor, do something. Yeah, um, it's super distracting.
0: Have you ever done that? Um, I know you go on Reddit, right?
1: Oh yeah, all the time. So
0: have you ever done that thing where? you're, you're just scrolling and you, and you just get exhausted with it and and you close it. You're like, all right, let me check Reddit. And like, you don't even know that you were just on it. Like you close your phone and then you open it right back up and you say, what the hell am I doing? Yeah, It's such a a wormhole of, of productivity and and your attention. And I, I kind of hate it, but it's, I I see the necessity of it, but your thumbs are the most, are the strongest, Uh, muscle in your body unfortunately (laughs) it's
1: (laughs) funny you say that because i try to go to bed early and then i'll i'll start scrolling on social media and i'll be like okay facebook's boring move on to reddit or instagram or twitter (laughs) and then you kind of do the rounds and then i'm like by the third time i'm like shit i've already checked all of these things go to bed idiots (laughs) one in the morning
0: (laughs) i hate it i do have a good kind of routine for how i do things like in, in the morning and I hate that I do it, but the first thing I do is check my phone in the morning, but it's, it's more so for like work just to see if anything happened overnight while I was sleeping, but I like to check email and face any notifications on Facebook or text messages yeah. that uh, from group check, uh, text overnight. And then I just put the phone down until I'm, I get ready and, um, I drop the kids off at grandma's or I get get to work, whatever. Um, and then I'll check Reddit like the first couple of things. And then I'll just try and put my phone down, just be done with it for a little while. And then when things get slowed throughout the day or on, you know, taking a break or whatever, that's when I'll go back to it. I try to to limit it as much as possible because there's nothing there. I mean, Facebook's the same old thing all the time. It's, it's nothing, uh, nothing that you're going to better yourself for.
1: Absolutely. I am in a complete agreement with you. The only reason I keep it around is because I got family out of the country and stuff and, when I do post pictures and stuff like that, but I, I really don't like posting stuff on Facebook. The, the climate right now is horrible. You just never know what kind of argument's going to spark and all that stuff. It's just not worth it.
0: I largely use it whenever I post anything is to make people laugh. That's, that's what I, I've always used it for. I, I try not to be political because nobody really gives a damn about what I have to say regarding politics. <laughs> um, Cause I don't have an opinion anyway, but I, I'd rather make people laugh. And, and if they're having a rough day and they see something that makes them kind of chuckle, like maybe that, that makes their day a little bit brighter. I don't know. I've, I've always felt like that. If you be the funniest guy in the room, you'll be the guy that people want to talk to kind of, kind of deal. So it's, it's my way of, of coping with the fact that I, I still use social media too. <laughs>
1: I can appreciate that because I feel like all the posts nowadays are so negative. If it's not one thing, it's the other, and, you know, Republican, Democrat, COVID, Vaccines, non vaccines, it's just everything seems so negative. I like cat videos and corgi videos,
0: hence Reddit. So, <laughs> yeah, Reddit. <laughs> Love Reddit. Do you remember back then when Reddit used to be a whole bunch of cat stuff? Like, I, I know yeah. you've been on for a while. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was like the same people posting stuff. So, I, if I remember correctly, Reddit was started by a bunch of guys who made a bunch of bots. Actually it wasn't even a bunch, it was just a few of them. They made a bunch of bots. So like all the posts were repetitive to make it seem like they had this big fan base. So that's why all the <laughs> posts were like the same. The one thing oh, I never man. got into was 4chan. That place is a disaster. That's a dumpster fire.
0: <laughs> um if I could loop Arian into this conversation really quick because arian knows a lot about 4chan and I think yeah, I introduced that- <laughs> him to it unfortunately. That's hilarious um 4chan is is dark and full of terrors and i don't think anybody should should ever yeah. go there
1: it's the sewers of the internet
0: <laughs> it's so bad um if if you're out there and you don't know what 4chan is good <laughs> leave it at that <laughs> don't google it just let it's like that let terrible that things
1: cartoons die. like with the hat and he's flicking a coin
0: yeah, she <laughs> <laughs> come over here kid um you mentioned uh being a stepdad before now you're yeah. the first guest to to be a stepfather um, on the show, and I would love to to have you talk about that and what your experience has been, and and honestly everything about it. I've I've I don't think I've, I know any step parents that are our age, so I would love to hear about that.
1: So it was pretty crazy, you know. Like I did not want to have kids when I met my girlfriend. You know, I did not want to have kids. So I was pretty selfish, just living for me. You know, just wanted to have fun when I wanted to have fun, do what I want to do. And I met my girlfriend and she had this adorable little two-year-old and he was awesome. He was hilarious. He talked so much for a two-year-old. I couldn't believe it. And I didn't know if I was ready for that. So it took us a while to like become official. Mm-hmm. Um, till I was you know man enough to be like, okay, I need them both in my life. And he has taught me so much about myself, um, about patience and he's pretty much the reason why, like one of the reasons why I decided to have my own kid. Um, he showed me that I was ready and that I could do it. Um, I remember the uh, first time he called me dad. Oh. So emotional. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, we were at the beach and I always told him, I was like, you don't need to call me that you can call me Caesar. And He still calls me Caesar, but like when he talks about me, he talks about me as his dad. And, um, we were uh walking to the beach and we had just done some fishing and this guy came up and he's like oh you're fishing with your dad it's like yeah i was fishing with my dad and i was like oh he's cutting onions (laughs) i was just like keep it together man man." (laughs) keep it together Um, how
0: old was he at that point i mean you said that he was like two or three when you guys got together but how old was he at that point
1: he was probably about six or seven okay he was still real little yeah and um that was pretty much it. That's why I was like, all right, we're stuck together. That's it, you and me forever, <laughs> bud.
0: Um, is is his birth father in in the picture still or not really? Unfortunately, and okay.
1: That's what sucks too because in the beginning he did ask about his biological dad a lot, and you know I I've always been acceptive of that. You know mm-hmm. you can you can definitely reach out to him on stuff, but it's you know his dad didn't really reach out to him, which is unfortunate because he's an yeah. amazing human being. And he's going to continue to become amazing. Um, but he's a cool little kid, man. That's awesome.
0: I, I know that there's a lot of um, different situations. If, you know, if your girlfriend was like a widow or if the dad just didn't want anything to, to do with the child or if it was uh, uh, like, an, like a sperm donor kind of thing, like I don't, like there's a whole bunch of different ways that, that where that can come from, where you can right. be a stepdad to a child that where the dad's not the, in the picture. So, and, and if the dad is in the picture and there's custody issues or if it's messy and things like that, it can, it can get real, real nasty. So I'm glad that you are in a a spot where he can feel comfortable calling you dad. That's, I can't yeah. imagine how, how amazing that, that must've felt What how emotional that must've been for you to have him call you Caesar, but re- think of you as dad. That's, yeah, that's a pretty
1: cool feeling. And it's, it's hard to describe because it's not something that I ever wanted, you know, like I I never really wanted that before, but then when it is just laid upon you, it's like, wow, he chose me. He didn't have to, but he did. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm that great, but apparently he does. It's it's (laughs) a really, really cool feeling. Um, You know, even to this day, like we have a a really cool bond, Um, something that he probably doesn't notice, but he's always done it whenever we're like watching a show together or something like that, he always like lays his head on me, or Mm. leans on me. He's always touching me. He's like, he always has to be close to me and he probably doesn't know it, but that is, it makes me emotional. But that is something (laughs) for me that um probably not a big deal to him, but it is to me.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. And and you said he's what 12 now?
1: Yeah. He's 12. He's about to be a teenager.
0: That's awesome. So we mentioned before uh, about podcasts and that's going to lead me into the next thing. Um, something not related to parenting that you do something that you do to maintain your sense of self. Um, when you're not being a dad, I mean, we're always being dad, but, uh, when you're, when you're not actively being a dad, something that you do for yourself, have at it.
1: Um, so yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts more so like true crime, unsolved
0: mysteries, um, serial killer stuff, really dark stuff. I know. (laughs) No, I should really get into one of those because I have like, two podcasts that i listen to and neither one of them are mine honestly i do i listen to the show enough in editing that i don't listen to it after um but i listen to like two podcasts but i would love to get into like a true crime one can you suggest one
1: um yeah there's a few so um morbid podcast is these two girls from massachusetts and they always like will choose a case and just follow it through they do a lot of research they do a really good job Mm -hmm. um there's um, Minds of Madness. The guy's voice is epic. He's a oh. Canadian guy. And he narrates a specific case. And we'll go into that too. Sometimes there's one or two parters. Oh. Uh, well, there's a few. Uh, I got to look at my Spotify real quick. And I'll <laughs> let you know. But they're pretty dark. Uh, I don't know why I like it so much. Maybe it's because like, I can't understand how a human being could ever be that twisted.
0: And don't worry. It's not just you. I, like I love the serial killer stories and things like like mindhunter on netflix was such a great show i love to you want to understand the mind of somebody so twisted because you can't understand how somebody can get to that point or how they're made to be that nuts or how their brain works like that so i can totally see the call of it it's it's the, the mystery of the unknown
1: yeah it's super cool and um for example like unsolved mysteries i used to even be into it when i was a kid even though the music and Robert stack scared the literal shit out of me.
0: The music that, like, alone. I I'm on you. I'm with you on the music. Cause like my mom would watch that. The music would come on and I'm like, bye. I'm going to play with the yeah. journals.
1: <laughs> and I'll, I'm a glutton for that stuff. Cause I used to just watch it. Even though at night I'd be like, Oh, I'm terrified. You know, I'm not going <laughs> to sleep tonight. Um, even to this day, when I hear that music, it gives me like this cold wave. And I'm like, oh, but <laughs> like I you see watch this, it.
0: the smoke over the black screen coming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> but then uh, I don't know if you've seen the new ones on Netflix. They're good, but they're no Robert Stack. That guy was the man. No, Rest I didn't. Even, peace.
0: Oh, you know what? No, I I did see uh, a couple. I, like, I remember seeing something uh, like somebody fell from like a, a hotel or something or other
1: oh yeah that was the first episode of uh season one yeah
0: so i did watch the first episode but i don't think i got any further than that not because i didn't like it but um just you know time gets away from me and there's a whole mess of things to watch so yeah um oh no no you know what i did i remember because i remember the the uh the guy disappearing that went to a party and they found his shoes oh yeah and, but nobody ever okay so i did i i probably watched all of them but I've it's just been long enough that i don't remember
1: yeah that that was another episode um I read a lot of books about that kind of stuff too. I have Where do you find books. this kind of time? Because
0: I have like six minutes a day to myself.
1: <laughs> so a lot of times, so the podcast I listen to works. I have a long commute to and to and from work. Oh yeah. Um, that makes sense. The reading, sometimes I can do it at work. Um, so part of my job is, is uh, being in an MRI. Mm-hmm. And so we have headphones in there and I have some time to read, not so much these days, but like, so I would read, you know, a book in a week um, being in there. Um, oh wow yeah it was it was pretty good but things have changed now so it's a little more robotic now i don't have to be in there anymore oh okay so we have machines doing it now so i haven't read a book in a while <laughs> <laughs> but yeah all that kind of stuff horror any type of scary stuff i live for it i don't know why the adrenaline brush i love it as you can tell i have these weird gory pictures by me
0: <laughs> and for those listening there's there's pictures of uh spooky cats yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and then we. what is that vampire? other one that's the,
0: this, oh, the the hand's dripping blood
1: yeah it's a, it's like a vampire his name is Alex Pardee he's this um artist and this is actually a gift to me um he's my favorite artist of all time he draws like really creepy gory stuff but he also does like some some things um uh, for pop culture like he'll do gory versions of uh Batman and stuff like that oh uh, nice. really cool artist. yeah Alex awesome. Pardee, P-A-R-D-E-E. You guys should check him out.
0: Oh, I really want to check him out. No, that's awesome. Um, where the hell were we? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, the only, the two podcasts I listen to, I, I mean, I do listen to my own. I, I, I was kidding. Um, I do, um, <laughs> I used to do um, Four Finger Discount, which is the Simpsons podcast. It was a couple of guys out of Australia where they started reviewing every single episode.
1: Oh my God, that, that's amazing.
0: <laughs> it, was, oh, it was so good. And it made me watch like all the earlier episodes too. Now that they're all on Disney+. Plus. Um, when I, when I had the time, I would just put an episode on, like when, you know, after the kids went to bed, um, and I got through like the first few seasons, but I listened to them a, a whole bunch and I, I just kind of not got worn out from them, but I just wanted something new. Yeah. So I started listening to, uh, two bears, one cave. And if you don't know what that is, that is, uh, the two comedians, Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura, who are both comedians. And they're best friends in real life. And they have a podcast. They and they each have like their own separate podcast and stuff. But I like the one where it's it's both of them together because it's it's kind of like watching their stand-up, but it's so much more raw than that. Right. Uh, it's not prepared material, it's just them screwing around and it's it's just a lot of fun. They're they're two of my of my favorite comedians. So that was that was an easy call for me to start listening to them. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Tom Segura is hilarious. We just got to go see him a couple of weeks ago at Hard Rock, um, and we're going to see Burt Kreischer in a couple nice. of weeks, also at Hard Rock. So we're we're excited. Those. It's funny. I bought those uh, Burt Kreischer tickets in November of 2019, and they got pushed back and back and back and back because of COVID. So it's they're finally coming That's around. Nice. That's
1: cool that they're finally opening things up, though.
0: Yeah. When we went to go t- see uh, Tom Segura, um, it was at the Hard Rock and they, I mean, they do their own thing, but they had signs everywhere that's saying ma- masks are optional, you know, for the vaccinated or unvaccinated, whatever masks are optional, like use your own discretion. Right. Stephanie and I were the only ones wearing masks in the entire place. It was it was weird. <laughs> Awkward. Um, yeah. And like like we're both vaccinated, too. But like steps like, look, we need to be wearing masks anyway, because when the Delta variant came around, she's like, we're going to wear our masks. So, yeah, we are. yes, dear she's she's the nurse so i default to her
1: <laughs> she's a boss
0: yeah uh in more ways than one so not just the mask thing but <laughs> in everything i love you babe. quick
1: quick <laughs> question kind of off topic do you know does uh what hospital does she work for what she works at a part?
0: memorial Regional. You know, she works at uh joe dimaggio and the neonatal oh that's awesome. ICO. yeah
1: oh she's a neonate nurse that's yeah she's an nurse. awesome those nurses are badass, dude she, i don't know she, how they do it
0: and it <laughs> she's funny she she's like they're just they're just
1: babies but small <laughs> no way i so i just did my rotation in ob and i saw uh with like a 34 week old baby mm. it was like only four or five pounds i've never seen a baby that small i could literally hold it in the palm of my hand like yeah. a football and i'm just like wow people take care of that no thanks i'm good
0: <laughs> um she's i've learned so much from her like in, instead of asking a woman that i already know is pregnant Instead of saying, oh, how many months are you? I know to say, how many weeks are you? Um, I know that anything under 22 weeks, I believe, is non compatible with life. So, all like all the really, really sick kids are 22 weeks and a day. And, I, and it's surprising, like, how much that day matters. I, like, she's taught me a lot about stuff. I, I know nothing about medical anything, but she's taught me a lot. Um, something else that uh, I know you want to talk about was video games. What have you been playing lately?
1: um so video games it's been difficult playing games um so i try to play games that are not very time consuming so i used to play world of warcraft a lot back in the day i can't do that now obviously it's way too difficult yeah um so i've been playing heroes of the storm which is a warcraft version of dota which is what arian plays right um so it's a moba um the the you know the game you can just stop playing doesn't matter if you lose the game whatever you just stop playing um people aren't really dependent on you really like it's not a big deal if you lose um it's very very short so each game can last maybe half an hour 45 minutes
0: so you can jump in have your fun and then get out
1: yeah um or you know first person shooters call of duty overwatch that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um recently a new game came out called uh new world it's uh amazon's like mmo Um, and it's similar to to warcraft except um not as time consuming so it's more relaxed um, um, i've been playing that with a few of my friends uh doug justin uh, my friend matt godleeski we've been playing playing around on there it's cool just because it's time to talk to them and stuff like that and i don't really have too many friends over here on the cape like my friends in cooper city and all that right so it's cool to catch up and do stuff like that um but just finding the time is difficult especially in school right now
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i imagine your free time is is super limited yeah
1: I mean, I, I, one of the things with video games, I just built a my computer. I just built a computer like six months ago. Oh, nice. And I haven't really been able to like push it to the limit. Like I, I downloaded all these games. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to play. And I slept a lot <laughs> <laughs> on my free time. Uh, getting old sucks.
0: <laughs> I, I found that I, I wanted to try and get back into video games. And like, I'm a big Assassin's Creed fan. Oh, yeah. But the last game like i played and i had fun but like i just got burnt out immediately no well not immediately like i got like 100 hours of the game but like as soon as i got to that one point i was like i never want to touch this game again i'm done (laughs) um and it's and it sucks because like i i would rather go back and play one of the the classic games of assassin's creed but i'm like "Eh, i've played those a whole bunch of times I, i want to do something a little bit different so I went into my uh game catalog because I'm not gonna buy a new game. I'm very frugal too. Right. Um, I went into my game catalog, so I started playing um the God of War game again, the the oh, one for PS4, and it's just it was just so much fun. And I, I'm very early on because I I, on the rare occasion that I get to, which is honestly maybe once every two three weeks that I get like a little bit of time to play, like I'll just jump into that, and it's it's just so much fun, <clears throat> and it's like. I don't have to remember how to use the controls because it's very right. similar to how it always was. It's kind of like in, ingrained into my head from from earlier, but it did make me think maybe if I go back into the classic games, it wouldn't be so hard. Like we play Mario and Animal Crossing, and Steph and I play Animal Crossing all the time. So, but that's not a that's just a mindless you know Farmville simulator kind of kind of thing. Right. But uh, I saw that Need for Speed Hot Pursuit got remastered, and I said, oh. I had a lot of fun playing with that. Maybe I'll try on that. So that might be my next game. I'm I'm looking. F- I've been waiting for Need for Speed Underground to be remastered.
1: Oh, yeah. Need for Speed Underground was amazing. Like I, was amazing. I, I
0: spent so much time playing. Soundtrack that it was, was so, so, so good. Oh, so good. When you open up the menu and it's little John and these boys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I just like, like and it was just so many different genres of music, too. Like it, it was it was just oh, such a yeah. Oh, such a right. good game. It's fun. The graphics were great for its time and the music was excellent.
0: Did you ever play? There was a game because I'm, I'm myself. I'm not, but I know we hung around with a lot of car people. Um, did you ever play uh, Tokyo Extreme Racer Zero? I have not. I've not even heard of it. OK, it was on PS2. It was I, I think it was one of the first games where you can actually customize like your engine and your intake and things like that to make your car go fast or whatever um but i would play with um anil bento david and uh actually david who was never into video games and i tried to get him into video games as much as i could and he got into that uh-huh. um uh, but they would all play that and it was like uh kind of like street racer like you just be driving on the road it, like this is back in ps2 days right but you just be driving on the road and you flash your uh, uh your hazards at somebody driving on the road and then you guys race Oh, that's it, awesome! It was it was very like <laughs> realistic. It was pretty fun. I'm like, man, man, I wonder if that would ever get remade. But I don't think that'll ever happen.
1: That sounds amazing. That takes <laughs> me back to high school for sure. <laughs> yeah, flashing your lights. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's awesome.
0: Uh, I don't know if you've seen, but there's a lot of movies coming out that I mean, I'm personally hyped for, um, like the Eternals and Spider Man. I haven't seen for Carnage sure. yet. I've heard mixed reviews, so I'm kind of eh, about them. Uh, about that one uh dune i heard is really good for sci-fi um but i want to hear from you i want i want to hear um in regards to watching movies when you're not being a daddy
1: so i just recently saw 10 rings and i freaking loved it that movie was so awesome the fighting was incredible um the soundtrack was great but i also like how it kind of felt like i wasn't watching a marvel movie yeah you know no offense i love the marvel movies they were fantastic the universe was incredible but this was different and it felt so much more epic mm-hmm. um the only thing i didn't like was k- kind of the end with the rings and you, know, you know i don't want to ruin it for anybody but like the transference of power between his father and himself yeah uh, that was kind of anticlimactic but the, i mean that's a small little tidbit the rest of the movie was fantastic the fighting was incredible it's only in theater.
0: So I imagine you went to go see, to the theaters to see it.
1: Oh, yeah, I saw that in movie theaters. I was uh, actually I was dog sitting for a co-worker and I was like bored out of my mind. I'm like, I'm going to go see a movie by myself. I went to the IMAX <laughs> and saw that and I was not disappointed. It was fantastic.
0: That was the first time that uh, Steph and I had both been to the theater. And I think since Endgame, actually, I, it's it's funny. We will go see Marvel movies in the theater. And that's pretty much it. That's I think that's my doing, too. <laughs> but uh but we went to go go see 10 rings and i said this is such a good movie to see on the big screen instead of just at home oh yeah 100 um, and and i i 100 agree with you that if they didn't mention like uh the snap or anything like just in passing in the beginning you would never know it's a marvel movie
1: right the day, there were a couple times that, uh, you know, Dr. Strange stuff came into play. But other than that, I was like, this this is a Marvel movie? Yeah, very, very,
0: very, very little like it. I mean, OK, spoiler warning, if you haven't seen uh, Shang-Chi, just pause and skip like the next two minutes or whatever. Um, but yeah, when Abomination came in and Wong came in and Trevor Lattery, Sure, those are all uh, callbacks to Marvel things and like tying it to the Marvel universe. But on its own, it stood on its own as, as a film. And like the, the fighting was just fantastic. It was, it was very hand to hand and very grounded, but then it put in that, that Marvel flair, which, which I liked, they, they did it very well.
1: Yeah. I agree with you. It was really well done. And when they went to that, that land, you know, where his mother was from, yeah. that whole experience i mean that was so cool that was so cool. even them driving through the trees and stuff like it just felt so real like i felt like i could feel the wind rushing through yeah. as they were driving through <laughs> i was like this is so epic <laughs> it was so oh, cool God.
0: It, that was it was a lot of fun to uh to see almost like a narnia but not, not really narnia but like this like mythical forest and ancient mm-hmm. people and all these weird creatures and All of those things were like just made up for the movie, which I I thought was was really good. Like the set design and everything was really cool.
1: Yeah, the costumes, all that stuff. They knocked it out of the park with that movie. I was I went into it kind of like, I don't know, but I'm glad I went to see it.
0: And I think Eternals is gonna be even better in kind of the same regard where it's a whole new set of characters that like I know they're in the comic books and everything, but I have no previous previous experience with like Eternals. Very little with Celestials and stuff, so I'm I'm very excited to see like this really good cast of people playing playing a whole thing in Marvel that I have no experience with, so it's going to be very fresh for me. Someone that knows a lot about Marvel stuff.
1: Yeah, actually, I don't know much about the Eternals either, but uh, the way that they did that trailer, like I'm pumped for it. I'm ready. Like that's going to be cool.
0: Yeah, I'm super excited for it, and uh, but nothing. I don't know if you've seen the things with uh, Spider-Man or not. Which one? The new Spider-Man movie that's coming out in December. Oh, yeah. It looks amazing. Um, there's a whole lot of leaks and stuff and rumors that, you know, I, we don't have to get into right now. But um, I feel like that is going to be the movie to see this year. Um,
1: yeah, I think it's, it's going to be crazy.
0: It's going to make up for a lot of the stuff that, that we didn't get to see last year. And I think it's going to be catapulting the MCU in a, in a whole different way fashion
1: i've been really impressed with the uh with the spider-man's this i guess this round tom holland spider-man I guess. yeah um i didn't really like andrew garfield i felt like he was way too cool peter parker peter yeah parker I, wasn't that cool like i, a big I nerd. liked
0: <laughs> i liked his spider-man but not his peter parker yeah. and in reverse for um uh for toby mcguire's i didn't really i, I didn't really like his spider-man but i liked his toby or his uh peter parker but for tom holland I like them both I think yeah. he he does a, a perfect mixture of both and it's because there's not a real difference between the two of them so yeah and
1: I like that he's still such a kid you know like I feel like that that's a huge role in it too like he's just he's in high school he's a kid he's having fun and he's got these crazy powers and he doesn't know what the hell to do with it and I'm like exactly. see, that's Spider-Man that's what it's about
0: he's still um, learning but he's also got that moral compass and moral code so
1: yeah exactly and um, I don't know if you saw the new Venom or not but at the very, very end of the credits, there's a, a thing with in it. I don't know if you saw that.
0: I have not seen it. I did spoil it for myself because I I don't think that I'm going to get to the theaters to be able to see it. Just with scheduling and things, I I know the next time I'm going to get to the theaters is for Eternals. So I feel like I'm just going to skip over uh, Carnage altogether. So I spoiled it for myself. I'll, I'll watch it one day when it comes to streaming. I'll, I'll watch it for sure
1: you're not missing I, I, much I, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i only went to see it with my girlfriend because uh her uh her friend's birthday and and her and her husband wanted to go see it and i was like uh oh, right i guess yeah.
0: i'll see it <laughs> but i hear that end credit scene was was killer and i spoiled it for myself it the best i don't part of want the movie. to say anything but yeah <laughs> and there's there's a whole whole pandora's box to to talk about there but if for anybody that hasn't seen it just wait yeah
1: <laughs> either spoil yeah, it for I'm yourself or, for or go watch the movie <laughs> That's going to be crazy. I'm so excited for that. Did you see um the the Spider-Man with Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh
0: Far From Home, yeah. Yeah, I Far did.
1: From Home. Yeah, it was I thought that was pretty good too. I thought it was amazing.
0: It was a really good take on uh, Mysterio.
1: Yeah, and the the special effects. Wow. For
0: Mysterio who's so goofy in the comics. They they did it in a modern day for Mysterio that made so much more sense than just I'm Mysterio, I make magic poof. It's it right. made, it's it was so much more acceptable to to right that role for him and i love jake gyllenhaal by the way so it was that was easy for me
1: i do too i've been a fan of him since uh donnie darko actually yeah same um, he's got a new movie on netflix actually where he's a 911 operator looks yeah the cool. guilty
0: i watched it it's really good it's it's I, and it's funny i talked to uh to one of my captains um at, at the police department and, and he said that he did not like it it, it just wasn't his oh, cup really? of tea. uh and then i talked to somebody else one of my sergeants uh at the pd and he said that he loved it so it's you know, it's give and take. Not every movie is going to please everybody. But me as a former 911 dispatcher, I thought it was great. It was embellished in a couple of different ways. And, you know, as they do with every movie. But but they got the uh, the tense situations and the anxiety of it. They got it really, really well done. So,
1: yeah, it's it looks really good. I don't know if you've ever seen a movie that he did called Nightcrawler, where he's like, uh-huh. oh, he just has such an amazing range.
0: I like Nightcrawler better for as a movie. Um I could relate more with the guilty. Um, oh, and by the way, if you didn't know, the guy that did the first season of True Detective, mm-hmm. the first season of True Detective is the guy that did the guilty. Oh, I'm definitely gonna have to see that. <laughs> it's 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 worth it to see. I'll admit, I I liked Nightcrawler better, but I thought the guilty was done very well. So.
1: So you've seen True Detective all three seasons? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. First season. Was, oh, you
0: mean the, the first season that was fantastic? The second season that nobody remembers what yeah. happened except Gambit <laughs> and uh, Colin Farrell were in it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I wanted to like it so bad. And I'm just oh, like, oh, I really did.
1: I'm just like, oh, I'm going to keep comparing it to the first one because the first one was so amazing. And I'm like, maybe I shouldn't try to do that. It's a completely different story. Just go into it. And I watch it. I'm like, oh, disappointed. I mean, it was okay. It wasn't horrible. But it just I, had a I, lot to live up to.
0: You know, it's funny. I was just talking about this with um, Christian Rogers, who was a a previous guest, how phenomenal the first season was. And I feel like we might be too hard on the second season because of how good the first season was. Like maybe it couldn't live up to how good the first season of True Detective was. And it was kind of like living in its shadow, like it wasn't nearly as good. So everybody forgot about it. I might go back and watch the second season of True Detective just to give it a shot because it's been so long since I've seen any of them. Right. So
1: that's a good be- idea, actually,
0: because it had um, Colin Farrell, Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn in like a serious role. And I, I remember him being, you know, pretty good um, Gambit. I can't remember the guy's name. And um, uh, the girl from Dr. Strange. I can't remember her name. Rose. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rachel
1: McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Thank yeah. you.
0: I don't know. Maybe I'll go back and watch that. Maybe I'll buy HBO Max again for another month and <laughs> go back <laughs> and watch it.
1: I did like uh, the third season. I thought that was pretty good. Um, uh, Marshal Lynch, phenomenal yeah. Mar- actor.
0: Yeah. Oh, Lord. And I cannot wait for him to be Blade. I am oh, I know. so excited. It's going to be so sick.
1: I, <laughs> I forgot about that.
0: <laughs> and if they're doing the whole multiverse thing, like with, with Loki and Doctor Strange, I wonder if they're going to bring back um, um, Wesley across. Snipes.
1: Oh, Wesley Snipes, Yeah.
0: Yeah. I wonder if they'll do Like that. a cameo? Yeah, maybe just like a, a real brief kind of like a Django and chain, like brief cameo yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. That'd be cool. All right. So let's move on to the next thing. Something that I've had a lot of fun with in the past is tell me a story. But first I have a story that I want to hear from you. I want to know what Nicaraguan <laughs> death squad means. Where did that come <laughs> from? Because we always refer to uh Caesar and and those guys from forest lakes uh of, of uh the nds as the nicaraguan death squad but i want to know the story of of what how that came to be because i never knew and i just accepted it so but i want to hear that story
1: it's funny that you that you even remembered that so i am actually nicaraguan i'm the only nicaraguan in the whole <laughs> group that is nicaraguan um but it's from dexter actually um is it really you ever seen dexter yes okay you, you remember sergeant Doakes? yes So, and one of the episodes, I wish I could remember which one, but he said something about like, you know, there was this horrible murder and he's like, it's like a goddamn Nicaraguan death squad went through here. And (laughs) for some reason, this is back in the day, like when we were playing Halo 1 and we used to, you know, we used to link up the two, we would be at Doug's house. He's got two stories. So we would link up the Xbox upstairs and the Xbox downstairs. And we would fucking play Halo all night and drink hunch punch. God, horrible.
0: Oh God.
1: And (laughs) just remember one night like i don't remember whose team it was but they were just wrecking shit and somebody screamed down it's like a goddamn nicaraguan death squad went through here and we all drunk as hell started busting out (laughs) laughing and we used to play competitive like fighting games and first person shooters at the time so we're like that's that's our name perfect nicaraguan death squad and it just kind of snowballed out of there
0: oh that's so good I'm so glad I have an explanation now for that for NDS.
1: That is hilarious that you introduced me with that because I haven't (laughs) thought about that shit in forever. That is so funny.
0: When I, I, I kid you not, whenever I think about you or Anthony or any any of the guys, like I think of NDS every single time because i remember like <laughs> me hanging out with like my group of friends and you guys like you you were all had your group of friends but we were all always like cool and everything but i oh, always yeah. remember like the forest lakes boys were and yes
1: <laughs> that's so funny, that's so funny.
0: Oh, okay. okay now now that i've had my personal request for a story i want you to tell me one of your stories so caesar tell me a story
1: All right. Um, So this is poop related, but um, it's (laughs) it's, so um, I had been dating my girlfriend for a while. It's not about her. (laughs) So I've been dating my girlfriend for a while, and um, (laughs) you know she trusted me to to babysit her son one day. She neglected to tell me that he is too young to wipe, and I didn't know that. that, new to this whole thing. Yeah. So one night, you know, we're staying up late. We watch adventure time over the garden hedge. Like I'm introducing to all these cool cartoons. And he goes, Oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. So I'm like, all right, how about it? Then go to the bathroom. So time goes by and I start hearing, I'm done. What what does that mean? He's screaming, I'm done. I go and check on him. He's like, I'm done. I'm like, okay. He's like, you gotta, you gotta wipe me. And I'm like, oh no, I'm not (laughs) doing that. it's like, so here I am. It's like midnight. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Midnight? Um, yeah. We, we were, like I said, we were staying up late, watching cartoons. <laughs> oh I was feeding up sugar. You know, I don't know what the hell I was doing. And so <laughs> my girlfriend, she didn't answer. So I'm like, all right, you're taking a shower. So I just threw <laughs> him in the shower. I told him where the soap was and I just hosed him down with the, with the spray. He's probably oh, like, man.
0: this is not what we normally do. <laughs> Just take the wet wipe, wipe my butt, and throw it in the garbage can.
1: He was just so okay with it, you know. He's such a good kid. (laughs) It's hilarious.
0: Oh my god, that's so funny! Like, like my daughter is three, and I and like almost four, and I'm I don't know if I'm supposed to still be wiping her, but we do. Yeah. (laughs) And and when you said I'm done, like that's what my daughter says. (laughs) That's hilarious. Like, all right, go potty. She's like, and she'll just scream. I'm done. Yeah. I'm like, all right. <laughs> what do you? Don't...
1: When do you know when to stop wiping, though? Too like, do you have to check their work. Like, what the hell?
0: Yeah, like you wipe and you look at it, and if it's still brown, you just keep wiping. <laughs> it's weird.
1: I'm gonna go check after you, so you better make sure it's clean.
0: And like, and a couple episodes, Terrell was talking about how his son wiped for the first time, and I'm like, oh god, I can't wait to get to that. Oh point. yeah. <laughs>
1: i remember hearing that and the kid was running around like yes i did it hell yeah you did that's exciting actually uh, that's that's how you know you're getting old and your are a parent. I'm gonna like throw that you is a exciting
0: <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> like yeah dude that is awesome you have a responsible child he can clean up after himself your work here is done
0: <laughs> um so you had a poop story um yes and i know you had another one too right
1: yes this one's um an adult poop story so <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that both of them are poop related.
1: This is pretty funny. So this is um I'm I'm a student nurse, so inherently part of your job is you get the shit end of the stick, literally. Sure. Like you have to you have to clean up after people, and that's just the way it is. So it was my first day at clinical and we had this guy, he was an old man, he was like in his 80s. He just had a pretty major surgery that had involved his prostate. And um he was probably one of the sickest people I've ever seen at that time. Uh, he was pale as a ghost um, and he had just been transported to his chair because that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to sit. Mm-hmm. He neglected to tell us that he had to go or else we would have given him, you know, a little bedside commode or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he didn't tell us that he had to go. And then when he called us back in there, he's like, I really got to go and I can't wait. So like we go to lift him up and it just comes down.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> like it got on my student, my, my classmates, uh, shoes, like it was everywhere, man. Oh. It was horrible. It was to the point where I'm like, how logistically are we going to clean this room? Like, there's, there's no way. There's just poop everywhere. Um, so, we, you know, we got him into the bed and he had a hard time getting from the chair to the bed, which is only like a foot away. It's not very hard or yeah. very far. And he had an orthostatic hypotensive event. So that's when your blood pressure tanks when you stand up. Mm-hmm. And he already had blood pressure issues. So he looked like he, he could code at any
0: minute. Oh man! Um,
1: and this is my first clinical. So I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm with this nurse and another student. And we're just trying to get him into the bed. And he made it like he was fine. But he, you can tell like he wasn't all there. Like we're talking to him and he wasn't responding right away. And so the student, or I'm sorry, the nurse leaves and myself and my classmate start cleaning him up and stuff. And he goes, I'm still going. And I'm like, hell yeah, you are. Like, that's awesome and my classmate goes no 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 he means he's still going he's still shitting i was like oh god <laughs> i felt like such an idiot <laughs> i felt like such a fool i was like i'm still hell going. yeah, hell oh, yeah you hell yeah you are this guy here oh, am, like, exactly <laughs> so to this day like me and that classmate and a few other of my classmates we all joke about that it's so funny
0: oh my god uh, hell yeah you are Uh, oh my
1: god i felt like such an idiot afterwards
0: (laughs) did that at that point did you have to was he already on the bed
1: yeah so that point he was on the bed we cleaned him up like you know we got everything taken care of and what's really cool is we um we went back to that hospital the following week and i got to discharge him like he went home he looked like a million bucks i was so happy to see how well he like his color was back he was talking to me like talking to me about his kids and his grandkids and i'm like Dude, this is so cool. I told I I told him I was like I was worried about you, man. I was super worried about you. He's like, yeah, I could tell. He's like, well, I'm going home today. I'm like, that's so awesome.
0: I was kind of hoping that he would finish that he would remember that, and he would just give the final farewell. I didn't bring it up. <laughs> no, I was I was I was kind of like, all right, I'm still I'm going, still going. <laughs> home.
1: <laughs> that would be amazing. That would that would bring this story full circle. I might oh, just make man. that up for now on. <laughs>
0: But, but I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you got to have the uh, the finality of, of his story, even even though he didn't go out with uh, a bang. All right. Uh, Caesar, thank you very much for being my guest on, on this episode. Any last words for uh, anybody listening?
1: Yeah, first of all, thank you for having me. This has been really fun. I've not done anything like this, um, but last words. Um, just be good to each other. It's times are crazy. Um, you don't have, ever know what somebody's going through. Just. Love your neighbor. Be good. Give people hugs. Just be good. That's all,
0: man. In a world of unkind, be the nice guy. Good night, everybody. Good night, daddy. Good night, baby.